Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in my office. I actually have to record this intro on my phone, but we did record this episode at the wonderful Hey Rudy podcast studio, very armchair expert inspired, and it was a fantastic time. This was such a cool experience. Um, so I became a really big fan of this podcast when I first discovered it. I'm a huge fan of everything that the Providence Media does from the, the Royal Monthly, Hey Rody, So R.I. Mag, all that great stuff. And um, so this is like a real full circle moment for me because that's something I've been reading these magazines since I've started visiting Providence in 2010. So I saw they had a podcast. So I checked it out. I really liked it. Like immediately just was really drawn to Sasha and Nick and they are just so gosh darn delightful. And it was a podcast I just kept coming back to and listening to and just realizing like, hey, I know, I know people who work there. I bet they can connect us. Uh, So I reached out to our past guests and friends, Elise Major and Robert Eisenberg to be like, hey, do you got any way you can connect me with these fine people? So I did something I wish I did more, but I don't do nearly enough. Is I uh, I wrote to them. I asked them like, "Hey, can I can I come on your podcast? Um, you have a podcast. I'm I live in Basin, Rhode Island, and I've I think we could really work out." And they said yes, and we did a pod swap, which is when um, so I'm actually going to be a guest on Hey Rody, which we've already recorded. I don't know when that will go out, and they're a guest on Let's Chat. So this was cool. Literally, I drove to their office on like a weekday afternoon. And we sat down, we recorded two episodes back to back. So we had never met Sasha, Nick and I. Nick and Sasha obviously know each other. Sat down and we just talked for like four straight hours. And I'm pretty sure we all became real life friends. They are just so wonderful and charming and delightful and vulnerable and sincere. And if you don't even live in Rhode Island, I highly recommend this podcast. It is definitely enough cool for us Rhode Island folk to have our Rhode Island roots. But the conversations veer more than just what's going on in our state. Uh, the, and just a wonderful podcast. And like I said, this really was a really, really special for me. Like I remember being at Seven Stars on Broadway, 2010. I'd always read the monthly and being like, I want to be in here. I don't know how. I have no connections. I don't do anything that is worthy of writing of. And a few years later, I'd start my podcast. And then it was always like a big goal is to kind of make it into their publication. So, uh, you know, the goal right now is to eventually make it onto the cover. So I think I pitched that a few times jokingly, but I, I really mean that. I'd love to be on the cover with all the other wonderful podcasters we have here in our state. Uh, so a little announcement in the next episode, we're going to get into deeper uh, detail. But Let's Chat with Chris Revel is actually going to be taking a hiatus for a lot of different reasons. Um, I don't know for how long. I just have to get some of my life in order. Um, this time it's a good hiatus for anyone who's a regular listener knows that you know the show kind of disappeared for a few for a little while back a few years back when my daughter was born for some trauma and PTSD and all that good stuff but this time it's actually for really good reasons um if you don't know I actually do consultant work and freelance producing work on other people's podcast and its business has really been booming and I have to put all of my time and effort into my career and the things that actually pay me and right now I don't make enough money off let's chat to pay someone to do all the stuff for Let's Chat that I don't want to or don't have the time to do, essentially. Uh, me and my good buddy Dwight will be uh, did a great episode about this. We'll put out in a couple weeks to explain more. But yeah, Let's Chat will be on a hiatus. Uh, stay subscribed to the feed. We're still going to release some new episodes here and there. We'll put up some old stuff and some of our um, Let's Chat zeitgeist that um, Dwight and I do for his Patreon. And so we'll be doing stuff. We're still going to be active on uh, internet. Um, I would say, if anything, I'm just putting more time into my personal brand. So I'll be kind of making some changes to the social media and still active. I will be definitely guesting on more podcasts than anything, but just won't be able to record and put out new episodes as frequently as I like. And um, 
you know, just really got to plug away. Also, a uh, big thank you to Rob Dergay for featuring us in the Providence Journal's article about uh, podcasters in Rhode Island. Really quite an honor to see my, see my name in print. Really, really emotional. It was really emotional. My family and my friends and our fans were just so supportive and it was awesome. And also to be next to some friends, which like, like Shay and Elise and Bill. So shout out to them. That was really fucking cool. So thank you, Rob. Um, you know what? I don't think I have much more to plug. You can find everything that we're doing on at Let's Chat Podcast and Let's Chat Podcast.net. Check out Hey Roadie wherever you find podcasts. And trust me, you're going to love this episode. And keep an eye on the social media feeds. I'll definitely post when I'm on Hey Roadie. But go ahead and subscribe to them now because their podcast is awesome. The last episode I just listened to was with a screenwriter based in Providence, and it was fucking fascinating. Absolutely loved it. Well, anyway, let's get to it. come back to shows especially with local stuff i don't know why yeah I, especially early on i had such an aversion to being like local well, it didn't yeah. matter and like when i first started like no one cares you're from rhode island yeah it doesn't mean yeah. anything until not like, in this room yeah. <laughs> oh, we uh, care i would say the last two years two or three years that kind of took i saw there's been a shift but at least mm. for the first year i didn't know anyone else was doing this it's yeah just, it's so funny where are you from originally connecticut oh okay like, meriden i don't know if you ever heard of, like the dead center no yeah. <laughs> i don't go to connecticut that often except I, when i go to, I go to the casino yeah. or i drive through it to get somewhere else 95 uh, yeah. and you're like why do people yeah. live here yeah yeah i'm in between Har- i was in between hartford and new haven uh the two things we're known for mm-hmm. are steamed cheeseburgers mm-hmm. which aren't very good and i'm a foodie <laughs> and then um the daniel scruggs case which is really sad where the 12 year old boy hung himself oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then the state sued the mother Oh my god! Yeah, I used to. I went to that middle school and used to sub there. Oh my god, that's so, crazy. It's not. Uh, I grew up in a nice area. Yeah, area, but it's. Um, I don't know what to compare it to. It's like a dirtier Warwick. Oh, okay. I don't know. It got much dirtier than that. But <laughs> you know, it might have been dirtier than Warwick because at least Warwick's got like nice ocean. I live in Warwick. There's like nice mm. parts and rich parts. No, nah, yeah. There's uh, my dad's side of the family grew like. So my dad's side of the family was from Warwick, and my mom's side of the family was from like Northern Rhode Island. Yeah, and like so, I spent half my life over here. And it's it's like everything else. There's always you know some spots that are like yeah less than great, and some spots that are awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's I always like it. Uh, we're recording everything. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, cool. Actually, I, I do have my first. I actually do have a, a prepared question for you. Oh, too. did you um did you two know each other prior to the the podcast and working here? No. <laughs> No, I thought because I know listen to you, felt like like an old married couple in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like there was like a best friend history there. Well, oh my god, besties! Oh, nice. No, it was, um, unless you hate each other, then this no. is awkward. <laughs> Sasha came on board um, a few months, probably six months before I took over, give or take. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like we had some uh, kind of conversations here and there. She's uh, no, the conversations literally like. Who's that? That's Nick. Oh, hi, Nick. Okay, oh, bye. Oh, hi. Well, yeah, like literally that's so, it. So uh, I was in the production uh, department before I uh, took over. Uh, I did graphic design and then um, uh, editorial design and creative director. And then I kind of just moved up. Um, and one of the folks that's in the production department is friends with Sasha. Um, so she knew somebody who worked here already. Uh, and then when I took over, I kind of made it a point because I was, we changed some things and I made it a point to like, have like we had like two or three hour like meetings just like chatting and getting to know each other and figuring out what was going on because Sasha was originally a print salesperson that we I transitioned over to being like our digital media manager and 
um, all that stuff. So it was kind of just like a get to know you type of thing. And we just got along great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you all go to school for this kind of stuff? No. Kind of. <laughs> no, I went to school for graphic design. Uh, went to New England Tech, graphic design, yeah. uh, multimedia, concentration in print. Um, but I teach myself a ton of stuff. So when we decided <laughs> we were going to do a podcast, I taught myself how to produce a podcast. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's just uh, really funny because I was uh, this morning, I was like trying to just get myself more pumped. So I was going through your back catalog. I was like, oh, Bunsen Bite. I, I love that Instagram account. Yeah, like, oh, I, she's I great. She's awesome. I know her personally, but I was listening to the episode. Yeah. And then you said something about having the Hello Kitty thing on your earphone, and I look over, I'm like, oh, my God. Is that right? It's right there. There's the Hello Kitty sticker. My little Hello Kitty I didn't think you were lying, but just making up fiction as we go along. We were actually just talking about my one of my really good friends, Sarah, who unfortunately doesn't live in Rhode Island. She lives in New Jersey, but she has an amazing cake business. And I was saying how I'm, even though I had no plan in being like, a brand like we were talking about like branding yourself she made me a cake when i graduated from high school that had hello kitty on it so i was wow. like at least i stay consistent like i've, I've <laughs> been consistent, consistent this whole time did i tell you the most rhode island thing you just did i bet you either you notice you were like, you're like unfortunately the way you talk about someone who dies <laughs> i really thought you were gonna say that they passed no! unfortunately like, she passed and passed by that way. Way, she passed into a different state <laughs> no she's just she not here anymore same thing oh yes go it's through your terrible. hometown see i know it was such like unfortunately and then you know we, we where I was talking before, like you know, we were in the armchair couch. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, okay, we're going there. Are we going there? Like, yeah. is this going here? It's like, and my friend she passed away. No, <laughs> no, she just moved to Jersey, no, no. which is basically the same. Yeah, it might as well thing. be the same thing, you know. Is it North Jersey too, or it's like not even that far? I honestly don't really know anything <laughs> about New Jersey. I just know that that's where she is. I'm sorry, I'm not that good of a friend. Sasha no, has a bit of a hard time with the geography. Oh, of well, thank you. Yeah, is it Sopranos? That's all. I need I'm about. really bad at geography. That's fair. Like, I'm like, oh wait, we're in Warwick right now. For real? Yeah, yeah. That's Welcome to Warwick. And I'm also like, wait, aren't we? It's going to, if, if I have to go somewhere like after the office, if I, if I have to go to Cranston, I just assume that it's only like 10 minutes away because like there's a spot in Warwick that's next to Cranston. That's but like, live, yeah. but it's like not like Some anywhere. parts of Cranston is like a half an hour <laughs> it's drive. It's a half hour yeah. drive. It's like a half hour from, I was up in Providence. It was like on the east side. I was like, why? Yeah, yeah, it's a hike. Were you on the east side today? Yeah, I work in Butler. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's, okay. So I'm there, um, by the time this comes out, that might not be true. Okay. But uh, right. no one, I hope no one, well, I don't give a shit if anyone listens <laughs> Hopefully by that point, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. It doesn't no, matter. I, I, very, very happily, I just wasn't featured in the Providence Journal on Sunday. Oh, awesome. And, like, very cool. Literally, like, in my, my interview, I was like, don't mention my day job and yeah. pretty not hiding the fact that I'm, this is my, my career and I'm trying to leave. Yeah. And that's... I was like, well, if no one do now, then they do now. And what do yeah. you do? I know you said that you do other things um, like podcasting. You do con- some consulting. Yeah. I, oh, my God, dude. What, let me tell you, for anyone out there, that is a racket. Yeah. No offense. Thank you for the people who hired me, but it's the most money I've ever made in an hour. That's like, amazing. You, you get paid way too much. But I mean, it's, I, got, I just started picking up the consultant and like, and then, like, uh, producing other people's podcasts and, like, stuff. So I work with, like, Little Fire on a Narrative. And I know yep. there's some more stuff that Raz was mentioning. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, cool. It's like, and I, it's fine. I didn't never set out for that stuff. So mm. it was, like, kind of funny to be like, this took a great turn in the best way. <laughs> yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah, I ended up, at one point, we were producing a podcast. I worked for this, uh, my friend Joy has a company called Pop Collar Productions. I ended up producing a podcast for um, Soen Jones, who's the uncle of George Floyd. Oh, wow. Right, oh. right all that happened. Like, so that was like my first job in the industry. And then wow. that, that just didn't take off. Like, and then yeah. it's kind of been grabbing here. But you're a little host because you did a switcheroo there. Ah, <laughs> I was like, I will talk about myself. Don't even think I won't. I actually had the exact same thought. I was like, oh, she's We cool. just turned this around. 
I was like, tell me about your Well shop. played. You want to lay both? down on that couch? Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you both from Rhode Island? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's awesome. I'm from Cumberland, which is like northern. Um, I went to college in Boston, came back um, with my then boyfriend. We lived in Franklin, Mass for like a hot second. And then we moved to Providence and we haven't left. I love Providence. So, I moved here to Providence. I loved it. Yeah. it's So we started in like down city area. And then um, actually right before like the crazy um, like real estate kookiness that happened over the last like few years, we bought a house with Laura from Buns and Bites and her husband, Justin, were our realtors. Oh, no way. Yeah. So oh, it's like, so this is like, I am the most Rhode Island person you'll ever know because yeah. <laughs> everything is connected in some way to someone connected. that you know and some, yeah. And it was a, a beautiful experience with them and our house is like the most cutest little gingerbread house. It's like a little A-frame. Oh, and the just east side so too? Yes. It's nice. on the east side. Oh, um, so we frequent like seven stars. Uh, I had said to you, cause you had tweeted like, where's should I get coffee? Oh, yeah, yeah. My new fave spot to like work is Wildflower. I love yeah, I Wildflower. Frequently. Yeah. I, I like live there. And yeah, you should go there great. too because it's all gluten free. Like, they have oh, yeah, I've been there. So, well, we used, so our old office was over uh, near the Hope Artiste Village. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I used to like, so I have a one wheel. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like an electric skateboard. It's and I used very to dangerous. ride it up to like, uh, you know, three uh, 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 little s- three sisters, three, three sisters. sisters, oh yeah, three sisters, wildflower, like all that, uh, that area. Sometimes I'd even go all the way over to Wayland Square and oh all that God. stuff. So. I like getting the spin scooters and just cruise around. The uh, yeah, those are fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like those. I, like, like, I love having my little, uh, I, I think I've brought it up on here before because if I've done, uh, I do photography for the company. When I have to do them in like downtown, I'll uh, I'll bring my Jeep or at the time my Jeep uh, over to like the east side, find a place that's free parking, and then just one wheel in downtown. Oh, I love that! It makes life a little bit easier. And I'm planning on, and this is my the the vow I made to Liza Birkin when we interviewed her. She's the founder of the Providence Street Coalition that promotes like safe um, streets for bikers oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. walkers and people who are in wheelchairs or scooters or um I was like, I'm once it starts to get a little bit nicer out, I am making a vow that I will take my bike Biking more places. places. Yeah. yeah. Because I drive everywhere and um I think that I need to one, it's good for health. Two, yeah. it's good for mind. Three, it's good for the environment. You I mean pay for parking honestly is so helpful. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, like my wife was uh used, she not anymore, she wears uh she worked at Grow Smart Rhode Island. Mm. I think her Coworker did a lot with like the walking streets, so she they do a lot yeah. of advocacy for transit reform. Yeah, yeah. and then she, I'd fall asleep while she was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got I'm to. You're like, oh, good story. When we did the Who to Watch um, episodes, we got to talk to like these like incredible people, and after each episode, um, I had like a like okay, I learned this from this person. I'm gonna do this. Like it was really nice because I got like little pieces of um, like insight that I may have never heard before. So it was really cool. And honestly, that's why it's been so cool um, doing this podcasting stuff because we, you know, Nick and I, you know, we, we've worked with Hey Rody and in the magazine and we've lived in Rhode Island our whole lives. But this is like the first time for me, at least that I've gotten to connect with people that I may have never have connected with otherwise. Yeah. And it's really cool to like Yaro from um, Avenue Concept, like that man, like it, you would have no idea just looking at like the biz or the organization, how interesting and like where his life started and how it, how it's going. Like, it's like mind blowing. Yeah. And what else do you get to like talk for an hour to somebody? Yeah. I know. Like, Trap what, them in a room. What, <laughs> what scenario with the three of us on like uh, a Tuesday at 11 in the morning, sit down and just have a conversation. Like, yeah. I yeah. would love to. You both seem great, but it's just, 
It what? never happens. Yeah, it yeah, can. Exactly. Yeah, you can jobs and stuff. And like, it's, I, I always joke too that like, I'll be asked like, why do you start your podcast? And I look back, I'm like, it's kind of an adult play date. If you yeah. Really yeah, about 100%. It, like, it's legitimately an adult. And then for myself, I just like got selfish. It's like, I just want to talk to all the people who are involved in all the art I love. And mm. like, like, I know fellow elder emo, so they'll yeah, be like, heck are yes. you an elder emo too, Nick? Yes, okay. yes I am. I only have to dive Who's your that, favorite you know? elder emo like band from your, from your time, from our time? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. So I was when the emo scene was really big. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of both punk rock and emo mm. at the same time, uh, depending on a little screamo. I love ska myself. too. Yep. No, I was uh, just listening to a couple of your ska episodes. Oh, which one? Uh, the the two. The I got to listen to half of each one because I wanted to familiar oh, familiarize myself a little bit. Um, the two with uh, 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 Big, Big D. D. Yeah. You know Sean. Um, uh, I'm going to give him a plug. Sean P. Rogan, lovely human being. He, he's like down the road. Oh, wow. So he owns um, a music studio and a school that mm. has a podcast studio called You Rock, uh, you Rock School of Music. Yeah. Oh. It's literally next to the CBS on Broad Street. In oh, my God. That's oh. so in cool. a church, like basement. Oh, I love so, that. So like he's. Yeah, I heard you describe it. And then I was like, I wonder awesome. where that is. It's yeah. right down the road. Like, I just drove by to get here. And he's just, and I'll, just by happenstance, is one of my most influential bands. Mm. And like, I'm yep. like, but. You live in Rhode Island? I don't know you're from here. Did you guys ever see, um, wait, am, it's going to, okay, this is, though. I just turned 30, and I swear that I turned 30, and all of a sudden my brain and my memory just went, yeah, like, happens. out the door. Yeah. Okay, I remember. That happened so, to me three years ago. My first ever, <laughs> ever concert, well, technically my first ever concert was Destiny's Child at, nice. yep, at that, that, the place in Massachusetts that's, like, half indoor, half outdoor. Uh, at that time, it was probably the Tweeter Center. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my now first. I think it's Comcast. Yeah, yeah, Comcast. But my first, like, teenage adult, like, concert experience was Zox, which was a ska band from Rhode Island. What were they called? Zox. Z-O-X? Yeah. Right? Uh, Do you remember Zox? I, I remember the name. I bet okay. you I would know the songs if you played them, but because it sounds super familiar. And we saw, so me and my at my best friend, who's still one of my best friends, Julie, we were, like, 16 years old. Our parents were not, they were, like, not about us going to this Lupo's concert at 16. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> Her, I think it was like her older sister, like was our kind of like our babysitter, and they were super responsible, whatever. It was really good. But I got hit in the head with a drumstick. That's oh, kind of no. cool. At a Zox yeah. concert. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like, I'm glad that your listeners can pull out that you have a pop punk ska pass coming out. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. to pride myself in. I, I still, like, literally the other day, uh, like, it would go from everything from, like, a little less mainstream to more mainstream. Like, I will still, uh, you know, no matter what anybody says, uh, From Under the Cork Tree, the oh, Fall Out Boy Fall album, like, jam. is good Hell beginning yeah. to end. I got made fun thing. of in college for being obsessed with Take This to Your Grave. Like, to the um, to the first album of Holly. Really? Really? I was obsessed with that and Mean Girls. And I got so much shit. The movie Mean Girls? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mean Girls. Uh, duh. And it's so like, good. Oh, you just like it because Lindsay Lohan's hot. I'm like, yo, listen, I'm an adult. Like, I have the internet. If I need to, like, get my knocks off, I can go see <laughs> yeah. some naked there's people. Pl- yeah. plenty of I need a story if I'm watching a movie. And, you know, it doesn't help it's that TFA. she's also hot. Tina Fey's hot. Yeah. Freaking, and the story's good. Like, there's it's a lot of things going hilarious. on. Hilarious. I remember getting so much shit for being obsessed with that band. Mm-hmm. And they blew up. It was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, right? Well, and there was a lot of bit. So back then, um, like, Yellow Card. So I don't know if you've ever heard Yellow Card's first album, oh, yeah. but it was like a They're hardcore Ocean Avenue, album. right? Yeah, and then was, they yeah, switched to being like pop punk at one point. And they're like, it was their first album to their second album is basically two different bands. He's kind of a dick from most of Oh, really? Movie. I've yeah. never even heard of it. They're like notorriously bad reputation. Really? So my, it doesn't surprise me, actually. My favorite like emo-ish 
band from when I was growing up was definitely <coughs> Paramore. Obviously, oh, yeah. being a young woman, having someone like Haley to like I mean, look up to, she was on. incredible. Oh, I yeah. also tried to have like the funky bangs yeah. that she had. I Do we have pictures not... of this? No. All <laughs> I, know, I could probably find one. I'll they try to find gone. one. Um, she was like so great. And I love like where Paramore, I feel like as I've gotten older, Paramore sound has gotten older and it like has just, so good. it's so good. Like their so new stuff is totally not totally different, but like their new stuff is almost just as good and just feels just as amazing as the old stuff, which I love. <laughs> but my, I have to say, my all time favorite band, like from high school, is The Killers. Oh, uh, Killers are great. Live and Die yep. by Brandon Flowers, shaking his skinny butt on stage. I love them more than I love anything in this I world. I argue that they might be like our generation's. Like every generation, like you know, there's like Sweet Caroline or something like, like yeah. the Killers. Is Mr. That, Brightside. Because like, like yeah. I was at a uh, Boombox. Yeah. Um, like right. That's their number one song. Yeah. And the, Did you get that e the newsletter from the Boombox? No, I should. They, I was just there on Saturday. I love that place. Me too. But they sent out a newsletter like the top ten like karaoke songs. Mr. Brightside was number one. I, I went after Comic Con. My one really sweet story. My one of my my podcast friends, uh, the Burn from Cinema Recall. He flew out. <laughs> we had been friends for like five or six years, online friends, and he flew out for around Comic Con. So we met for the first time. I had never gone karaoke and put an or things. We went there. Mr. Brightside, and it was a real mixed crowd because it was Comic Con plus it was a downtown, but it's downtown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like Comic Con people. There's a lot of finance bros. Yeah. Was, but like the Boombox has this really interesting atmosphere where like it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone does just kind of. Mr. And Everybody's like, just drinking sake and yeah, like, sake and like, and I'm not like a big alcohol person. I was like, I had like a little buzz going and like, and, yeah. like I was getting a little too. And then. Like you'd, it's funny to see what songs would hit. Yeah. When Mr. Brightside came on, I swear to God, the entire I was like punching the ceiling, like Everyone every <laughs> single person. But I think that's like the closest to like I don't know, like We Will Rock You or something yeah. like that. Like there's oh, not yeah. many songs that all my punk. You friends, just hear that first like what is it the first like two seconds and you're like yeah. Out of my cage. Yeah, oh yeah yeah oh yeah everybody knew what it was. So one fun story. I'm gonna tell a quick story. So my dad is a chef and he works for um. He now works for like a corporate sort of company that does like catering. They do a lot of stuff. I don't know if I can say specifics. I don't know if he would want that or not, if I'll ask him. Um, but he catered um, Boston Calling one year. <gasps> and he texted me. Well, obviously, he knows that the Killers are my favorite band. And one of the days, the Killers were the headliner. And he was like, do you want to help me cater? So I got to. Can I swear on, on your podcast? Yes. I got to fucking serve Brandon Flowers <laughs> fucking food. Did you have that experience of like being around like famous millionaires and getting excited over like free chicken tenders? This is the thing with yeah. me is yeah, like I have always loved celebrities so much. Rich people like free stuff. Dude. Do, I, I've had experience chicken. of being around people who are like millionaires. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my God, a buffet. <laughs> a free swag bag. You could buy this building. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think your name is on it. Yeah, right? This isn't this yours. Your really? Are you technically paying for this? No, but it was the coolest experience. I would bet. I didn't really get was to he talk. Polite? I mean, I, I honestly did not. I freaking choked up like a... Yeah. I, do, I When I'm around celebrities, so I met M. Night Shyamalan at Kebab and Curry on Thayer Street. Oh my like, God, that's awesome. Oh, this was like a... You have way more celebrity stories than I do. Oh, Hell yeah, I, I do. Ton. I worked at the Biltmore Starbucks. <laughs> no! So everyone came in there. Don't even tell me. Like, first of all, we need to go through the whole list because I am obsessed with celebrities. But I'm, I met him and I, I was like, Hi. Like I could not, I can't get my act together when I meet celebrities. I just am so intimidated. I, I love them Bright so Side. much. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like hi. Do um, I call you Mister Brightside? I also or? met Neo at the mall. 
when I worked at the mall. No you way. The, my the, the brain song. immediately went to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> me too. I was like, oh my God, you met Keanu? No, the, I'd be um, way more excited about that. Let but... me love you. Oh yeah, I know who Neo is. Oh yeah. Cut that out because my song is not so good. Boombox later? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We're doing Boombox. You don't have to be good there. You don't have to be good. Oh, so who's your, so Fall Out Boy is your, fi- your fave emo? No, oh, I, I'm like really, really, really deeply into it. Like I got super into the underground scene like high school so like by the time my chem came around i was like one kind of mm. already over it yeah. yeah yeah still into it but like I, every band that blew up i got to see way all right but uh but like i love all i'm, I'm an obsessive pop punk fan are you like i still even i actually listen to all the new stuff i'm mm. obsessed with like i i don't give a shit what anyone says the Mach- machine gun kelly's last i love machine perfect. gun kelly i anything think he's travis great Bar- yeah anything travis barker's touching i'm all about like and I travis barker is engaged to a kardashian travis barker i know and he used to be in the aquabats Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Which is a ska band. Yeah. Uh, but that's, um, so I, I did the same thing when I was younger. I went to a ton of concerts when I was like, Rhode Island? Probably, yeah. yeah probably I, from it's like, funny, Connecticut, Rhode Island, our music scenes didn't cross over much. Yeah, not but really. Because like, we were so close to New York, New Jersey. We got all of the Jersey bands before they got big, all yeah, the Long yeah, Island yeah. scene. Like, like I, I never seen like My Chemical Romance and Matchback Romance on Valentine's Day one year. I think I just found out I was at My Chemical Romance's first show. No, oh. I didn't know that. It was just like someone had like I'm a, a bunch of like Facebook groups. People archive all these old shows. That's yeah, so yeah. Fun. Like, I, like friends and bands and stuff. I can't play. I, like my cousin Sarah was a musician growing up, but she's older and uh, on the West Coast and mm-hmm. was in, like that, like Sleater Kenny Noise World, which was mm-hmm. never my thing. But I remember her being on tour. I must have been like eleven or twelve, and she's like, "I heard you like ska," and she gave me a complete box set of ska, which started with like two tone Jamaican ska and worked its way up to like the Boss Tones. Wow, and that was how I got into ska. So that's thanks, really thanks, cool. Sarah. Uh, that's cool. Thanks, yeah, and Sarah. I, I saw like um, I can't wouldn't be able to think of it off the top of my head, but I was thinking about it the other day because uh, what's the name of that that big Warped festival? Tour? No, that they're doing in oh, uh, Vegas. The new, the one that's yeah. coming out. And I was looking at that. Remember, we were looking at it too, yeah. like the the tour poster of it, and I was like. This is a throwback, first of all. This is everybody. Like, yeah. you're hitting the 30-year-olds right in the heart. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But I was looking. I was like, oh, I've probably seen 13 or 14 of these guys. Yeah, like, I like, know some of them. Way back. Like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know them. Or I've interviewed that person. Or this, like, I have connections. Like, That's awesome. I've, um, like, I, I had some, like, um, like, talked to Heath from Census Fail. has been on here. And, oh, like, man. Uh, uh, what's his name? Don't I used to love, I used to love Census Fail. from uh, Boys Night Out came on. He was really nice. cool. Uh, like I've had like getting to talk to like my emo here. I got to talk to Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids, which is oh. probably like my first OG. Yeah, like, that's cool. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the band that I changed my like, and that was always thing for like my podcast. I don't know if you have uh, the best thing is like the people that were like heroes in my head and heart are like just people like me and like, yeah. no one knows. So, like to them, they're in that room. They're famous, and that's like so. Like Boy Sets Fire was the band that changed my life. Aww. And I like, get I, I can call Nathan my friend and that's stuff. So cool. But, that's really cool. Crazy to me. But then of course he's like, I have a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we just came around with Frank Turner, and he got me on the. I got guest listed uh, that's last amazing. year. And it was so much fun. That's I got to stand next to Nathan and. The two of us saying Frank Turner, Arm in Arm, and I was like, I'm going to cry. This is too much. This is too much. I'm sure you're going to find this as you continue on your podcast journey, like all these little things that come to later on. Yeah. Friendships that get formed. Yeah. My business partners in uh, North Carolina, we've never met. Mm. We've been been in the same room. Like I've, because I started, especially because it was more virtual in the beginning. Yeah. At first I went through all my friends and family. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> Who's yeah. next? Yeah. So like, I think I do find, I think you're gonna, you two might have way more success and that's, that's you doing it local. Yeah. Because that comes back to you so much faster. Like, yeah. I'm very fortunate. I've had like national press, absolutely nothing happens other than it's 
fucking awesome. Yeah. And your parents and your grandparents. And you're so excited. Go, yeah, like I got in Vulture and I got in like Huffington That's Post. That's amazing. And, like a couple times, like, oh my God. <laughs> and then like getting in like the Warwick Beacon, I'll get yeah. like, a call from someone like, oh my God, you're the Beacon. <laughs> so like that, the, the, the local stuff hits so hard. Yeah. Which yeah, is kind of like important. Which I, mean, I can't even tell you how happy I am used to start this podcast. Yay. As like, A, it's just really good. Thanks. Like I, you guys are really good. Thank I you. really love your mm. dynamic. But like, we needed something like that within the podcast. Like, I love Bartholomew Town, but I'm just not that interested in politics. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm political, but yeah. it's just not my and, thing. And we get it from everywhere around us just, all the time. Yeah, it's just not my thing. And similarly to, like, our magazines, like, our magazines, for the most part, are, like, lighthearted, are fun to read, are exciting. It's a yeah, yeah. And, and that's, you know, we, our whole premise of, our, of this podcast is, like, Rhode Island is so small. We grew up. Like, if you're from Rhode Island, I know you're not, but you you live here now, so it's close enough. It's close enough. But, like, so we have an interview coming up soon. By the time this releases, it's probably going to be out with um, Kate from Wright's Dairy Farm. Wright's Dairy Farm. I love that place. So That's if you so grew good. up in northern Rhode Island like Nick and I have, you knew Wright's Dairy Farm. You had that for Christmases growing up. You got – it was a special treat mm-hmm. to go to the farm, all this stuff. But, like – we, I personally didn't know anything about the family, about her wow. and getting to talk to her and like hear how inspirational, like her passion is. And she grew up and she's, you've never met anyone who's, who knows more about every little aspect of the job that they do and does it so well and has so many processes set up and like getting to be able to talk to someone like that and be like, Oh my. So first of all, I, I, I gush, like, that's like my thing. Yeah, which I love. That's actually I really like about this show. Because like I don't, I that's how I feel about like. Yeah. Like I'm like it's my time and like yeah. I want to talk to people like yeah, feel yeah. that way. About yeah. And, like, and and especially podcasting, it's such unique to everything else. Authenticity is everything. Yeah. And if that doesn't ring through for me right away, I fucking turn it off. I do not care. But like you're we're authentic. Yeah, with I mean, I'm like no, this feels like they actually mean what they say. Like I, I don't know how you even quantify that. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I don't know. But just I don't think you could fake it. I yeah. really don't think you can. And there's also something cool about doing it local. Like, I've been to that because you're like, you know, when it's someone in Hollywood, you're like, oh, well, you grew up in L.A. And, of course, you could be an actor. Like, all that made sense to you. Yep. But you're like, you're from my community. Yeah. Like, yeah. We went to the same schools. Yeah. Like, we grew up in the same place. We know the same landmarks. When we give directions, we use the same Yeah, landmarks. you're just like, yeah. I could do that. Well, yeah. it was cool. So, like, uh, the Wrights is a good one as an example. So, I uh, grew up in North Smithfield, where, which is where Wrights is. And I, of course, knew probably more about them than Sasha did, yeah. uh, even though she wasn't that far away. Um, but most of what I knew would be, like, through the grapevine. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I know a person who knows you or, like, oh, my friend dated your sister or something. Sure. So, you get the little bits. But then, to, like, when you sit down with them and you actually get to hear the whole thing out. Mm. I'm like, oh, I have like maybe a tenth of this right. <laughs> That's right. I mean? Especially our state, those stories tend to be from like uh, faux mobsters kind of yeah. stories. <laughs> so it's actually really nice to highlight that not everyone's in the mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. When Crime Town like came out, that was like a huge moment yeah. for podcasting as well, especially. That was the first time I ever got any sort of local press is because um, oh, wow. Orrin Hannity for the Rhode Island Monthly did like four podcasts or five podcasts that aren't crime town mm. and that yeah, was the yeah. first time i found out there are other people in the state doing it I was yeah like, and then immediately we all connected and became yeah. friends i was like oh my god we all gotta talk to each other let's be friends <laughs> well you have the the podcast you started like this podcasting like networking group on facebook yeah they do yeah. start that actually i took that over from jessica rhodes oh okay because she uh who i don't know if you know jessica and marty no. uh put them on your list of people they okay. own interview connections which oh. is a podcast i think it's the first podcast booking agency in the country oh wow and like but they're entrepreneurs and marty now has a great podcast called that we get it, your dad dead your dad's dead oh. and they're just 
mentors and most amazing human beings. And like mm. you would like, there's a reason that there's a podcast industry started in our state is those two. Yeah. I like that our last name's Rhodes and we're using road mics. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I can never sing their good graces enough. They're just, yeah. the, they've been so kind over the years. Uh, so I like, I made one and Jessica messaged me. Like we're, I'm friends with Jessica as we had, uh, she had been on my show and she's like, Hey, I have this group, but I'm not really active. Do you want it? So it was something different back then. Yeah. And then I took it over Yeah. and then kind of built it and then slowly go back and forth with it and like just because I don't think I have to do other stuff and then I just kind of back and forth with like there's only so much hours in the day yeah so like and so it it, it has been really nice to finally have a place for everyone like to be like oh okay yeah but I've definitely met a lot of great people through there and and connected and like what cheer club was the big like was Mm. a big hub AS220 had something going on for a little bit that really took off I've been to some other meetups yeah and then the pandemic happened so like it started it was funny the scene started to finally become in person it was online for me forever then it became in person because we're doing everything like, oh, we do a club and yep. meetups and then the COVID happened. And did you? So we uh, went the opposite way. Yeah. Our first ones were all in person because we started it like when the COVID dip happened, when right. everybody was starting to get back to normal yeah. before Omicron happened. Uh, and almost all of ours were in person. And then when we did these who to watch ones recently, it was the first time that we had to like figure out the right way to do uh, virtual. like virtual That was ones. virtual? I listened yeah, to some, some of those. I had no idea. Yeah. They were yeah. Some of them are a little more uh, obvious, but like once I figured, so the first couple, oh no, it was uh, the first one, right? That we, we're all we did separate. it. I was at home. Sasha was at home. I I had my recording set up and she didn't. And then the guest didn't the next ones. We were both here and we mm-hmm. had the guest virtual and I was wow. able to control it a lot more. It sounded really, I listened to Travis Escobar one. It sounded really good. Yeah. He yeah. was great. He's great. Like, but the audio quality too. Like I, I actually thought you were in the same room. I yeah. didn't even put that together. So he was it's the wonder of uh, recording in into on... audition and being able to That's tweak the audio too. levels. And stuff. Yeah. Nick has done a really good job <laughs> figuring out all of this stuff because if I Google had is to your do best it, friend. I, there's no way I would be able to do it. I, I handle like having the guests come in and finding fun people and all that stuff. And then he does all the technical stuff. So because, we, we, we play to our, our strengths. Yeah. Cause That's I look so at that nice. and I'm like, no, he, you know, one time Nick was showing me like editing stuff. And I was like, if I had, if a gun was pointed at my head and I had to edit an episode, I would be able Just to do she it. She can do it. But she it would it all, sound. Wrote it all down in case in a pinch I'm like on vacation and <laughs> yeah. something happens, you know. But it would sound. I mean, it wouldn't be as like Chris. Like the other day, we um cut something from an episode. I think I coughed or sneezed, or one of us coughed or sneezed or whatever. I think it was like literally. Uh, we had re- pre-recorded an episode, and somebody was talking about Christmas. Oh, that's so what it was. We okay. cut the Christmas talk out just to make it not sound like it was super old. So I texted him and I was like, Nick, that cut was as smooth as ever. Like you, I was listening to it and I couldn't even pick where it was cut and where it wasn't. If I did it, it would be like, ha ha ha. Yep. Hi. I, uh, a, lot that, yeah. a lot of that stuff weirdly. So, so um, I, my beginning of my professional stuff was all um, graphics work. And it's a lot of like, you know, figuring out Photoshop and, you know, the the key to like, uh, say you want to put something on top of something else and understanding how like shading works and how light sources work and all that stuff. So then carrying that over to this is like when we have, to, if you do have to cut something out, it's all about just like, I think a lot of it is um, kind of just an instinct as to like, okay, they end this sentence and say, um, and it gives me enough of a pause where if I cut in something else, it sounds like a normal transition. Uh, luckily we don't have to do that that often. It's mm-hmm. usually like a cough or somebody bangs their microphone or something, yeah. or every once in a while, they're just talking about something that because, because of COVID and then who to watch, we had a bunch that we had recorded in like 
December that then released recently. Oh, yeah, December was a tough one. Yeah, and yeah. then they were talking about Christmas, and I was like, eh, we can either leave it in and talk about it in the intro, or we can just pull it out. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, let's pull it out. That's impressive. What, what kind of work did you both do prior to working for the for, for here for Hey Rody? Um, well, uh, I was a makeup artist for Matt Cosmetics for, nice. yeah, I did, I was a, uh, a manager and, um, artist obviously, um, for like seven or eight years. Yeah, my cousin does, or does a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's fun. It's the I thing. see you have the personality for the makeup artist part. Like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the thing that really, um was tough was the schedule because it's, it's a reach. I mean, even though it's makeup and it's artistry and it's, um, selling and all this stuff, like it's a retail schedule. Yep. So you, in, in, unfortunately with the way that they did scheduling there, like if you wanted a Saturday off, you had to like write your name in blood, like Ariel, <clears throat> little mermaid style. Yep. And like, it just was not like, not, you know, I, yep. I've, I've recently got married, but like I've been with my now husband for, oh my God, Marshall will be 11 years, which is disgusting. Aww. Um, I don't want to be Adorable, old enough. <laughs> I don't want to be old enough to be like, we've been together 11 years. <laughs> anyway, um, but like, I never got to like, we never got to have fun on weekends, like oh, go yeah, to the yeah. farmer's market yeah, yeah, or like celebrate like a, uh, one of our nieces or nephews <laughs> birthdays. Like it just got too much. And then that's when I met, um, well, so here's really quick. So Taylor is the person that I'm friends with who also works at Providence Monthly. Taylor's boyfriend, Ryan, and my husband, Brian, Ryan and Brian. Our business partners and best okay. friends. They have a business called Luminous. Which is the sponsor at the beginning of our which episodes. Which is the sponsor of our, ep- of <laughs> our episodes. I heard today. I was like, I gotta look into that. Yeah, so. They're yeah, great. They're amazing. They're, like, and they're, they're local. Yeah, they're a creative agency. Um, so it's very, we always joke that it's like, we're like a, um, what's it, a, not a thruple. What is the, what is the, what would it be for like two couples like together all the time? Like sister wives? I don't know. There's a word. <laughs> yeah, One of them uses a word all the time and it's so true because we're so interwoven yeah. in each other's lives. Like Taylor and I work together. Brian and um, Ryan. Ryan work together. I grew up with Ryan and Brian. The three of us were in the fourth grade together. Wow. I have so a picture sweet. to prove. I will show you. I love that. Um, so it's just like we're all so like together. But anyway, so I Taylor knew like my issues of work and being, you know, over. Hating it. Hating it. Just like literally hating it. And if you can tell by listening to the podcast or meeting me now, like I am not someone who is like a dark person. Like I live, <laughs> I try to live my life in a cotton candy the world darkness. most of the time. And I just, it was like draining out of me. Oh, yeah. And I know that feeling too well. Yeah, and, and it really sucked. And I think, you know, Taylor's such a good friend to me. And she introduced me to, at the time, the general manager of this company. And we had a nice conversation. And she was like, yeah, your personality seems cool. Like, I think we could use you. I don't think I got used properly until Nick came aboard and he understood what my strengths were. And now that I've, you know, been given the opportunity, thank you, Nick, I feel great. And I'm so happy, and I can live in my cotton candy world again. Because I, I, I work, at, I love you said the cotton candy thing. Like, did you? I always like I work in behavioral health, so I, it's easy for me to take that path. Yeah. Like, um, you don't ever realize how shitty you feel until you feel better. Was that your experience too? You're like totally. I didn't realize I hated my job. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how depressed I was. I think just, I I got yeah. to a point where I totally realized that I hated mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which job? We'll get into that next. Yeah. No, you finish your stuff. Well, no, yeah, I definitely because um, even. I just try to be nine times out of 10 in any situation. I try to find like the silver lining. Yeah. I try to go about my world thinking like everyone's trying their best to do their best. So I try not to get like super aggravated at things. I try to be like, you know, 
what's it called? Like water off the duck's back, like yeah. for the most part. And I just feel like there was a time in my life for like a two year period where I just like every, I was irritable. Everything mm. bothered the shit out of me. Like Darkest I was, demon. yeah, it really did. And I saw it in myself and you know, like yeah. my, I have obviously like if we've been together 11 years, my husband is like the best person on earth, but like we have this type of relationship where we're, where he's like, you know, I know you like doing makeup. I know you like your job, but like, you're not happy. Like, this is not you. He, oh my God. Like I could cry just talking about him. Don't make me do it. In my head, um, I was just, I have to say this. In my head, I was just thinking the like, hello, darkness. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> I was trying not to sing. Listen, you I guys almost can just sing. interjected it. Yeah, like, you should sing. I need like a nice we, background. Nobody knew music. this was a musical. Hey, Rody, Boombox karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. selected from here. But yeah, so that's where I started. And then like Nick met, like said, the story about us starting this podcast and it's so funny because one of my biggest dreams was to have a podcast I don't know if, have I told you this yeah I've told oh, you. Yep. and I you know I don't know why I because I think I like to talk I don't need anyone to see my face I don't need to be whatever but I love to talk I love to talk to people I love to like talk to people who are so fun and cool and are doing amazing things and I just want to tell them how lovely they are and it just like all the stars aligned <laughs> That's works so out for you awesome yeah no, I, I relate to that i'm kind of in that situation myself right now with my job like yeah. that burnout is real it, yeah it's hard mm. yeah I mean, like i mean I, even like even with my podcast too like i've i've, God, I've had years like there's after my daughter was born, like I'll give you the very quick version. My wife had a very, my wife developed preeclampsia and oh, then um, ended up like bleeding out after the birth, after the C-section. She ended up having like, she almost died essentially, like very wow. close to death. My daughter was in the NICU, life went to hell. Yeah. I ended up getting, I had PTSD, which I didn't know yet, but mm. I had quit the show, but didn't tell anyone. Mm. And then um, kind of that same thing. And then, you know, we get better. And then yeah. like therapy and then all that stuff. And then came back to the podcast and stuff. But like, I was like, I look back and I'm like, Oh, like I mean, I work in the field. Like, I'm a I'm a professional. I'm a, yeah. I, I mean, I I I know I can I can point out PTSD in anyone else except myself. Except for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when like, you're in it, you doctors can't. are the worst patients, right? Yeah, yeah, literally. Like my and like it was my life of all people. It was like I had like neck, really bad neck pain. Mm-hmm. Couldn't move my neck, and then so I got a massage, and it didn't work. And then my wife's like, I "Think you might want to talk to someone?" She's like, "I think you have PTSD." I'm like, oh, I, no, no, I would know. She's like. But you remember that episode of The West Wing? Because this is how pop culture my brain is. So I was like, yeah. And she because of the episode of The West Wing when Josh had PTSD, yep. the famous Christmas episode. Yep. I was like, oh. I should get that okay. checked out. I should yeah. probably look into that. Yeah. And then, but then life got so much better. And yeah. like, as a, you know, I'm not toxic positivity. I've been in ups and downs like everyone else. Yeah, like, 100%. But just like, I was like, oh my God. Not only just the PTSD, even before that, I was like, mm. I didn't realize I've had like anxiety and depression probably my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's anxiety yeah, is like real stupid i am dying to know about your hate your job hate experience oh, yeah. I, uh, so prior I, I worked in a bunch of different places but directly prior to that oh all right so two things prior to this uh kind of at the same time so right before i worked here i worked for uh, uh white horse vapor um which is a you know a vape company i did their graphic design i did some retail stuff that wasn't the one that i hated but you i went from you to be a vape <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I mean, I still, uh, everyone's, I've, uh, I, I smoked forever. I still smoke, try, like, I've tried to quit 
10 times. So I'm always in cigarettes? the process of quitting cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, so I'll quit for yeah. like six months and then it comes back yeah. and then I'm good. And then it's a little here and there. It's just so hard. Do you but ever like, try the pills? I haven't. I've done What's like the, pretty much everything else. I forgot. Chantix. Well, not Chantix. Yeah, Chantix. Yeah, there's another one. Our, doctor always, our doctors always prescribe to people quitting smoking. Yeah, and it's funny because I've done it so many times for an extended period of time and then it'll come back and then it goes and it comes back. And uh, yeah, whatever. Can I suggest instead of tobacco, use cannabis? Yeah. Much better experience. Yeah, it is ah, much better. It's a different much better. experience. And then you just can't do much afterwards. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you want a good time, this is one of my favorite things in the entire world is like popping a bunch of edibles and go seeing like a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. Woo, I saw Endgame. Um, and like the sold, they came out sold out and like you know I don't know if you, if you guys are cannabis people but like it can make you a little more emotional. Mm-hmm. And then it's Endgame <laughs> and just like so, like just like it's too much. I walked out of a it's funeral. My shirt was wet. Like oh I mean, the whole theater was in tears. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Still, that extra like that point when he's like, oh my god, when the happy with the cheeseburgers, you just mm-hmm. hear, you just hear the whole theater's quiet. You hear, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I highly recommend uh, that's as a drug ca- former soon to be former drug counselor. This is the worst advice you can give. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, if you can handle, it, you can handle it, right? Uh, but yeah, so before that, I worked in restaurants forever. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, I yeah. probably I always like misjudged somewhere between eight and ten years, give or take. I That's did restaurants, uh, and I did. Um, so I worked at Blue on the Water in East Greenwich. I worked at um, uh, the Pines in North Smithfield, which uh, actually isn't there anymore. It was a really long time family owned place. Uh, somebody bought it during the pandemic. They're supposed to reopen it, but we don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but I just, uh, you know, I did the same thing. I worked every holiday mm. so you know oh, yeah, you didn't yeah. get a holiday the only holiday you had off was christmas was christmas day yeah and <laughs> yep. I'd, I'd be i'd work on christmas eve i worked yep. on thanksgiving i worked on new year's i worked every you would get into a point where luckily for most of that career until toward the end of it um most of the people i was friends with were also in the restaurant industry and most of us worked in the same restaurants mm. so we'd have like monday tuesday off so like our group's weekend was yeah. monday tuesday so oh, yeah. at least you had that but it was just a long kind of slog through it. Uh, at first, I really liked it. It's, it was great money. Yeah. But it was long-ass hours. Um, you know, if you decided you were going to work a double, um, you know, it was always almost always voluntary to work a double. But, like, you know, say we, I was at uh, Blue in the Water. Uh, if I decided I wanted to work a double, you know, it's like a 16-hour day. Yeah. So, and and if you, yeah. With, and if like, you, a half of a meal as a break. Yeah. Like, it's just you're, how As you're, like, are. sitting at the bar, like, scarfing down, hey, like, a you, sandwich or something. You choose to do it because yeah. you make really good money. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I just hit a point where I was just burnt out. I was uh, just not loving it. Um, and I needed to do something different. And then I ended up at Whitehorse. Uh, and then from there, I ended up here so that's so cool yeah i worked retail for years too and then like group homes and yeah yeah i don't understand like if for every like boss out there is listening to runs those places like money is important but my god your schedule is so much important yeah like yeah. and it's worse when you work retail and like you start to realize like you know there's a way we could like if you if yeah. you had a good manager which i worked at a couple different when i worked i, I transferred from one in connecticut mm. which was that was terrible but the one i worked with in downtown providence in the biltmore which is longer there yeah uh, i had my boss is laurie monroe who actually i think i just saw her recently i think she moved back up here she's she runs one on north main now oh nice, oh, nice. honestly one of the most inspirational amazing human beings i've ever met like she was the best one like yeah it can be managed right totally but then when you have a shitty manager who just doesn't give a shit and mm-hmm. then like oh you're like i don't know why i can't have a saturday off of like yeah. six yeah. months notice yeah it, yeah that's the, the the bad part about restaurants and i mean retail I, i've heard nightmares i've yeah. heard i feel like i've heard 
different types of nightmare stories at a retail than you do yeah. at a restaurant. You do get that same stuff though, where it's like you might request if you request a day off far enough advance. If you have a good boss, whatever you can, you'll end up with that day off. Yeah. But I, there's times where you don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it can be rough. And I actually just hit a point where like so I, uh, I think I was still working at Whitehorse, and I would randomly like call it like a celebrity bartender kind of thing, and I would like go and bartend at like one of my old restaurants, yeah. uh, the Pines or something, which was like a a um, kind of hole in the wall kind of place, just a family restaurant. It's been there for a long time. Uh, and I, the last time I was there, I remember somebody um, ordered their steak medium rare and it came out perfectly medium rare. And then they, it was one of those, they bitched about it. This isn't how I ordered it, blah, 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 blah. And then they, uh, and basically I just gave them shit. I was just like, no, I'm done with dealing with people like this. Yeah, yeah. I just gave anymore. them shit. And then at the end, he's like, oh, my, I noticed my steak's still on the bill. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. it came out the way you ordered it. <laughs> and, yeah. And then you ate it. Uh, so you got to pay for it. He's like, well, I'm not going to pay for that. I was like, well, that's fine. But when you go outside, I'm going to get your license plate and I'll just call the cops. You just stole from us. You can't I do that. I love that. Yes, man. And, and then people, it, the other people, I I probably did it in not not, not as nice of a way as that. Uh, and then other people were like, dude, you can't do that. I was like, sure, I can. <laughs> I was bye, like, I'm not going to work here yeah, anymore. Bye. After today. This is my last like, day. This was awful. And I just realized I couldn't deal with that anymore. Some people were awesome. My regulars were great. Great. Yeah. All that stuff. And it was a, a mix, but dealing with the general public every single day and people, some people just came there to take their bad days out on mm. you. Yep. And it was just not worth it. Well, I was just Starbucks done. Is like that too. Oh, if I yeah. can tell you how, like, and I want to say this really quick because we were talking about like being a good manager. My time at Mac, I had um, specifically two managers whose names are Jerry and Liz. Those women like were my they were like lights in the whole darkness because yeah. they also like, even though they were bosses, like they couldn't do anything. They didn't get weekends off. They didn't get yeah. like, there's only so much they can do because it's for this like it's crazy corporate wild structure, corporate yeah. structure. And you know, they, we would work together and, and, and figure out ways to like make it not so hard. So I thank them every single day for, if it weren't for them, I would have burnt out like way long before. Um, but I think like with uh, retail and all that stuff, like people don't realize if I can tell you how long I would spend on one person picking out one lipstick, I want like a red plum nude brown. Girl, that color does not exist. That's not the same thing. Yeah. That does not exist. I like and, a square circle. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's why, you know, even in that scenario like me as a person i'm like you know what i'm in the business of making people feel their best so like i would just go into it being like listen even though it makes no sense we are gonna find this red nude pink yep. brown purple and it's gonna be the best color they ever found but you know you only can do that so often before you literally like nick with the steak break and i remember like the last like week that i was at my job i obviously would never be like mean to someone but i remember just like crossing my fingers and we worked on sales goals so like you oh, have yeah. to sell i would like cross my fingers and be like please no one come in here just because mentally like i just couldn't do it anymore yeah. and i'm like i and at the time i had known that i was going to leave that job and come here but like i still wanted to be respectful to my my bosses sure. and who gave me the opportunities but like deep down in my heart i was like please don't let a customer come up here i cannot I cannot smile. I cannot yeah. like, yeah. it got so bad. Yeah. I mean, so what you were saying about your managers, it's kind of the same thing for me, even uh, the restaurants. It wasn't in those cases. I knew plenty of people that worked for restaurants where the owner or the manager was awful Yeah, and it just makes your life awful. Luckily for me, both of those places that I worked 
all the time. I loved the owners and yeah. I loved the managers. That wasn't the issue. They were the like like you said, the ones that like made it kind of bearable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it was just you know, it's just the nature of the business. It's yeah. not the most fun thing to do. But if you look at like, so I live off of Hope Street, and all of those retail businesses that are all like small owned businesses, like their hours. Like if I needed to start a re- retail job again, like I would work somewhere like that. Like yeah. I think Frog and Toad is like ten to six every day. Oh, I love that. Place. You know, like um, Jay Marcel is yeah, like Asher's I, our buddy. Yeah, we, we love him. We yeah, he was our first episode. Yeah. Oh, back that. Yeah. He's like, honestly, an inspiration for so many reasons. He's done so many cool things. Every gift for my family. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Yeah. And anytime we have like a secret Santa, secret I'm like, Santa. frog and toad. Yep. Um, but like, you know, they. It's a lot of brown bags with a stamp on I know. them. In. So I got Golden Girls coasters this year. Oh, From nice. frog and toad? Yeah. Have you ever That's seen, great. I'm not going to say it correctly. The they can't like the oh, yeah. religious candles that have like Lady Gaga on them. I love them. I, Frog and Toad is good because it's like they have adult stuff, but with fun. Like, with yeah. like, for fun kids. My, my Very wife, irreverent. Like, yeah. yeah, like my, my theory at home now, it's like if I have to have plates, they got to have Baby Yoda on them. Hell <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like we have my wife, we have a whole nerd bar uh, upstairs on our, our on my house. Like I got a Comic-Con, but like yeah. I have like, um, I was like, we were, I was cutting the pizza that I made the other day. I was like, why is this not a Millennium Falcon pizza? Yeah, what the hell? That's <laughs> so that's zero sense. Right now, like, Heck I've yes. just slowly been like, I'm just going to lean to everything I love. Yeah, you yeah. know, you say that, it's so funny, and, and Nick knows this because he's been to my current house, but not my house in downtown. When Brian and I got our condo in downtown, it was like black, white, gold, everything was like crisp and yeah. like clean lines. And then we, when we moved into our home, which is like an, a historical home, I was like, fuck that. Like, I am leaning into my quirky cute fun style so like i have like from frog and toad actually these like little um noodle bowls that have like little animals on the inside one has like bunnies and strawberries and they're just like placed around my house i have pink curtains i have like fun like pop arty like flowers everywhere and it's fun because it's like if you only get to live on this world once Friggin', why are you trying to Lean be something it, you're uh, exactly yeah. why are you trying to be something that you're not and it's it's always a joke because um you know the house when you walk into my house now it's like it's pretty pink and yellow and pastel-y oh yeah i love that and it's funny because i think a lot of people are like oh brian probably hates that and brian is like he fucking loves it like we painted our upstairs room and we were when we were deciding on the color does he love like, it or does he love that you love it Oh, you know, I don't it. know the answer to that, and that's why he's a good husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is he outside? He's like, hey, Brian, come on in. <laughs> no, but even like when we painted our upstairs bedroom, you I was might saying, just not really care. It's like if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it, and it yeah. looks good. Like you know, it looks. No, it does it's, look good. It's very cute and fun, and it's by very, your like if you were to describe it to me uh, without me seeing it, yeah. I might be like, eh, I don't think I would really like that. But yeah. I've been to your house, and it's it's yeah. tastefully it's done. Like it's like nice. '70s um, oh, Art Deco sort of mid-century model with lots of animals and cute strawberry hearts everywhere. It's nice. um, but we painted our upstairs bedroom and we were deciding on a color. In my heart, I was like, I want to paint it like a pinky, like mauve sort of color. And I was like, well, Bri, like we can paint it like blah, blah, blah. And he was like, listen, Do I'm you. all in. Like choose a color. And we painted it and it looks, it's kind of like a mauve pinky brownie kind of color. Are you going to end up in one of those, you know, like the, the uh, what is it? GoPro, what is, the, is it Providence Monthly? You know, the, the 
The bag is like you, you, you all make it. I can't make it. I'm so sorry. Robin's no. monthly is one of ours. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. they'll have the, they'll do the. Um, We're just like, letting you flounder over. I know. I'm like, it's your company. I'm so sorry. I can't remember. They like they'll show people's houses. Like, yeah. They, yeah. Know, Eventually, gonna mine be is going to be on there. She wants to. We're gonna. She, she wants to be one of our, uh, our our wedding features as well for our wedding. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to be a wedding feature. I want to be a wedding. Cover. cover yeah that's right. I was just trying like, to throw a weight around no you and that's, i think explain probably what I, I bet you might i maybe the three of us all have this in common like whenever i walk by like any of like the hey roadie or yeah. any, any magazine on the cover i'm like i remember like walking i saw my friend at work i'm like they're like it was the who to watch and yeah. she had it. i'm like oh i'm not on the cover she's like are you supposed to be i'm like oh no no i just think no. about every cover yeah, yeah. and i want to walk by time magazine i should yeah. be on that person one. everyone hates this year i'm like why is this not why <laughs> am i not on this cover I'm like i don't know why i'm not and she's like oh and like my friend Karen was like Oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, I can see why you have a podcast. Yeah, right. Well, the funny thing is, is that I actually like if you if if Nick was like, I'm gonna take a picture of you for the cover for something like you've done with Abby before. She would hate it. I would hate it. She'd run in the other direction. I wouldn't like it. But you they, need to have happened to have taken a good photo that she can then use. Exactly. Uh, and this day, you're standing. Yeah, perfect. I'll put there a wig on. Exactly. See, that's a, I, I, I love that. I would like for photos that I have taken to be on the cover. I have no desire to be on the cover of anything. The <laughs> only reason why I want my wedding pictures to be on the cover is because one, they're awesome. They're awesome. Thank you. I learned. Our our photographer um, Mac and Devin were like absolutely incredible. And also, like, I feel like, and I mean, I know this is coming from me because I lived through it, but it was like the most magical day. And the whole day revolved around Providence. <laughs> And like the things that we love in Providence, and I felt like that was so cool, and it really shined through in the pictures. I mean, now you have a podcast, and you can do whatever you want. Like That's you can just do a whole dedicated yeah. episode to uh, my wedding. To your wedding, <laughs> yeah. But the, the thing about podcasting, for better or worse, you can do you can do whatever you want. Like I, I've talked, yeah. I mean, you for better or worse, you know, like 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 that is like. like the, there's a market for everyone out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, we've been know? doing series a lot. Um like yeah, I thought that was at, really cool. At first unintentionally, but now we're kind of leaning into it. Um and they typically revolve around something happening in our magazines. Uh like we're going to have if one you coming up do with that, that'd be kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to have one coming up with like chefs. Um but it'll be I thought that, too that, like photographers would be a cool one, you know? Yeah. You did chefs for the magazine, or you all just wanted to befriend all the right restaurant owners? Both. So, like, you can get... Because that, that's it, where my head would be, like... It can you, be both things. Yeah, yeah. it can be... Both things <laughs> can be true. It's so hard to get a table at um, Al Forno. Yeah, right? <laughs> introduce did you hear the... Did you listen to the Sanjeev episode? The, no. So, Sanjeev owns Kebab and Curry, Rasa Rasoy, and... Oh, all the ones on Chaska. No, so there's one... Oh. So kebab and curry is on um, Thayer, and then Rasoy oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. next to Wildflower. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Um, and I've like loved kebab and curry since the first time I tried Indian food. So the whole time we're sitting there and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here right now. I can't believe you're here right now. Yeah. Like I was fangirling so bad. And it's just like, you know, and then like afterwards we had a nice meeting with him and he brought us to his restaurant and we got to oh, try food. And That's the best. Oh yeah, my God. Start, I get so mad at, uh, jealous of uh, the buns and bite person. Oh, because like Laura. She she cracked the code. Oh yeah. And not only She's I great always too. She's not just only such a nice is person Laura too. the most beautiful human being, like she is the nicest, most genuine, hardworking person. And I know I feel really well, lucky. Well, that's disgusting. To I, know, I know. You're not I know. allowed to be all those things. I know. It's not fair. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, for like, all my stuff, and I'm very happy. With, I get like a lot of movie screeners mm. and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. But I'm like. Oh my God. Can you share them? Yeah. I, I love how. movies. What? Oh, my oh God. God. Oh, wait. Speaking of pop culture, really quick. Yes. Because it just came through. Did you happen to see House of Gucci? 
No. So I'm bad at watching those movies. That's okay. But Lady Gaga like spent a lot of time um, prepping to be Patricia. I don't know what her last name is. Um, the woman who ended up hiring a hitman to kill the son who was running the Gucci empire. The, the, yeah. the design. This. It's good. It's a real story. It's got Adam Driver in it too, right? Adam Driver, yep. yep. Jared Leto. Um, yeah. He was, everyone in the movie did it. I mean, the movie itself was like not my favorite because I think with Italian, like when you're, all these people are mimicking like an Italian accent. It can be a little like caricature. Are you Italian too? I'm not. I'm Portuguese. But like oh. everyone, you're oh, we're, we're in Rhode Island, so of course two Italians are Portuguese. That, that, yeah, that, that tracks. Yep. That tracks. But the whole movie, you know, <laughs> like graphics, baby. And yeah, I just kind of really just hit that a little too hard. I know that's true. Well, I am French too, so maybe. Oh, um, no, but like in the movie, every there was like parts where it would be like just a group of people, and they'd all be like really exaggerating, talking with their hands, and like, and it was fine. It was good. It was we do good. That. Yeah, but like it felt like <laughs> sometimes it Italian. felt like a little caricature. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will say this: I think Lady Gaga did an amazing job throughout She's the entire. And she freaking really got is. snubbed at the Oscars. She did I not know. get nominated for an Oscar for that I movie. Feel like, uh, what's his name? I just was looking at the That's list. That's some of the bullshit. Movie, what, they just came out today with a nominating. Yeah, I think I saw like two movies on there. Yeah, there, it was. Oscar movies are usually they're movies. They're movies that were made to get an Oscar. Or like animated ones are usually like that. So like I'll like that little one. They don't. I saw yeah. like Free Guy and Ray and Last. Wait, Dragon. did you see Encanto? I haven't. What the it's hell? I you saw it? Yeah, I watched it. <gasps> I can't do it because I watched it once with my wife, but I fell asleep because I was just because I was You tired. fell asleep during a concert? No, it wasn't that. I was Did you tired. get to We Don't Talk About Bruno? I, well, I woke up and oh I just saw God. someone her sobbing. I was like... You have to try it again. I'm to skip this one. You, it's honestly... Do you know? So have you ever seen uh, yeah, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Obsessive. So Brooklyn you know, uh, what's her name? Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, Rosa. The, the, I did not know Rosa was the voice of like, yeah. the main character. Yeah, have you ever heard her talk in real life? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it's, it's like, so... oh my God, how are you? It's, it's like so really, weird. Like, she's like a valley girl. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Crazy. She's like a better actor. Like, yeah. Oh my God. You need to watch Encanto. Yeah, my wife is basically Amy Santiago and I'm Jake Peralta. We have a very similar dynamic. She's the type A planner. I'm a little was probably a little too goofy when I met her and <laughs> found my straight and narrow. Yeah, it's really we were talking that. about uh, New Girl earlier because uh, we both like obsessively watch it. Yeah, she told me I about. I haven't listened to that. it yet, but it was talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, it took me a long time to realize that there was a crossover episode. Oh, oh yeah. New Girl and Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah, yeah. yes, which was pretty funny. Because, it was so um, good. Mike Sher, who one of the people who made Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. his wife. Is actually Regis Stillman's daughter, but she made New Girl. Oh my god, uh, I didn't know that. That's I, crazy. I, I'm real bad with this stuff. I get that's amazing. I, I like it. Gazillion podcasts. Do you like? You, I'm assuming you like Mike Sher. I love him. Yeah, so I'm Armchair Expert to like. just released. I just listened to that. One. It was so I good. Wanted, oh, I, I actually want to interview him so bad. It was so good. So he he just released like a philosophy. Like what's a philosophy? It's like kind of big, yeah, like a philosophy. Well, like how to how to try to be a good human, basically. Like, a companion to the good place. Which yeah, was one of the. Most incredible. It's a great show. I couldn't watch the last, like the last few episodes because I, I'm like actually afraid of death. So I'm like, oh, before oh, then you need to because I've, I've had. Oh, we should come back and do a whole lot. We could do a therapy talk. <laughs> I, I, I had heart surgery when I was a baby. I've yeah, of, I've lost a lot of people. I've had yeah. a lot of my own issues of like being terrified of death and yeah. stuff. But like the last episode of Talk About Therapy, that last episode of Good Place, like. I, I can even cry and think about it. It's good. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And it put, it, honestly, like, I felt like it put me at peace. Really? I was like, yeah, nothing dies. It just, 
goes so, goes on. Our molecules, we all go back into the... Uh, yeah. It, it, there's a scene with Eleanor and Chidi, which I can't even talk about without getting teary oh, We just met. We're not supposed to do this. <laughs> it's it's the chair. It's the art chair. But it's him and Eleanor and, uh, in the series that decides that um, in the afterlife that... Uh, and I heard Mike Sher talk in an interview that in every culture of all history, mm-hmm. there's always death, no matter what. Even the gods die. Even Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. So the good place... They decided they have to, you get to choose when it's over. So it's Chidi and Eldor. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Oh. And it's, Chidi's decided he's going to go, they go through like a tree and then you just kind of disappear. He decides it's time. It's time. And he's like, well, for the, for this, we have to go to the east. And it's like a wave returning to the ocean. Oh. And like, I've had a lot of, I've like sitting there just bawling. But it like, it's very cathartic episode. Yeah. yeah and it was the good. last scene, I won't ruin it, but like, you see Eleanor go through and then. Oh. No, ruin it because of my anxiety. Okay. Like, so it's, yeah, yeah, so basically, it's a tree in the Redwoods. <laughs> they, the very last person is go th- decides to go through is yeah. Eleanor. Uh, Ted Danson character goes to Earth to become human. Oh. And cuts through. And then she basically turns into like a little bunch of glowing like molecules. Yeah. And Floats to the sky and lands on Earth and lands on uh, the actor Kurt Braunholer, as a great comedian I love. Yeah. Finds a piece of mail that isn't his, then he goes, and then the thing lands on him. He goes, he walks over, he knocks on the door, and it's Ted Danson. Oh. And then, and then he, you can tell that he knows it's Kristen Bell's character. Yeah. And he's like, smell you later. And the oh. guy doesn't get it, but like the idea, like the pieces of you, like because we're all stardust, we're all molecules, whatever. Like and like it. it Oh my yeah, God. it was really good. So beautiful. Honestly, I, I wish they could teach it in school. Yeah. Because it just destroyed me. And like, whenever I have a really hard therapy session, I'll go home and watch that. Aww. Like, if you get blocked, I'm like, just gotta get the feels yeah, out. Just yeah, get there's it a, the, he, oh. Mike sure has a, a, a tendency to work out these um, comedies that are like, exceptionally deep or mm. or address exceptionally deep topics and like a very new interesting and funny yeah life. i yeah. love yeah. Love, awesome. love him he's like a dream interview person i just like oh my god put I it do- on your list we oh, have yeah. taylor stuff's on our list taylor, oh yeah, yeah. i can taylor, show you my list right here I taylor if you're taylor. listening we want you on folklore right now or oh my god like, don't what? even like, talk to me about <laughs> so folklore I, not personally but i grew up in the same music song that we both did with like jack antonoff yeah oh my god i love jack antonoff i used to see him in like outline and steel train all the time i had pictures with him somewhere that's crazy at one point we were friendly i'm not yeah. friends but like I, a lot of you friends. knew him and like, yeah he was just one of those scene kids that yeah come through and, and now he's freaking Jersey. producing music for and, taylor yeah. s swift and you know what's funny is i liked her but like didn't uh, wasn't like huge on her yeah it was her documentary that sold so, me you know mm. i feel like with taylor swift it was really hard so i was with billy eilish Oh, I love. Billy. I should watch that. Oh, yeah. it's so her good. Documentary yeah, I really haven't gotten good. too into her. A big I didn't dislike her, but I like same, her a lot same. more now. Yeah, I, I, I had that experience with the Jonas Brothers. I love because uh-huh. I'm obsessed Brothers. with documentaries, so yeah. I'll watch a documentary about something I don't even know or like just because yeah. I like documentaries. Yeah, and like I just fell in love. I guess I'm, that's how I always am. The second I can just get some sense of vulnerability and like, oh, you're human. All right, no, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like seeing Taylor, like, oh, you're just a person. Do you know what I think the thing about, and I am going to play, like, the lady card really quick. Like, I think the thing with Taylor Swift, and I'm going to say that I subscribed to this notion as well, that it's, I feel like it was hard for people to wrap their head around the fact that this, like, young, like, whatever, she was 18 when she yeah. first got famous, was such a talented songwriter, musician. Oh, 100%. I think people just, like, didn't believe it. Oh, 100%. So when they, like, when the documentary came out. Yeah, and I think that they just were like, nah, 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 like, she's whatever. And then you saw that documentary, and you literally watched her yeah. create music and you were like holy shit like this girl can like take an idea and hear a thing and then and like it works it works yeah. it, she doesn't just sit down and write a pop song she yeah works. I, I she was so young and curl, so like curly haired and young and cute so it's like 
this girl is like not that deep. It but you're like, oh music. shit, she is. But that's yeah. how I am too with, um, uh, and Sasha knows this, with Ed Sheeran. Mm. I, I love Ed Sheeran. Mm. Is he, and I, I think he's, I've seen him live. Yeah. He's incredible live. He's an incredible musician. He's written a ton of songs that you've heard that other people do yeah. that are great. Uh, the thing with him too is he stopped doing this recently, which is I wasn't pumped about. But um, when he performs, he just uses a loop pedal. Mm. So when he goes on stage, it's just him. Wow. And then he builds the whole song while you're listening. It's incredible. But same kind of thing. You wouldn't think like yeah, or like a Bruno Mars or something. Yeah. Where how incredibly talented they yeah. are but because they do pop music. They're not like yeah, like and real musicians or whatever. Totally. It can be. And like and the Taylor too. Like I think I think you're 100 percent right with the the, the lady card too because like. Um, I would say she's like our modern day Dolly Parton. And mm. to, to this day, even though Dolly Parton has her own theme park and everyone loves her and we can say all these great things about her, I still think she's underrated as a mutant. She's oh, hell still yeah. Underrated. yeah. Hell yeah. Jolene. 5,000. Like, did you listen to Dolly Parton's America? I don't know. So, that, so it's the first podcast that actually won a Pulitzer Oh, no, Prize. I didn't actually. Then. No, I didn't. It's fast. It's Jad Admiral Rob from mm-hmm. Radiolab. Yeah. A uh, really weird story. His dad's a doctor in Tennessee. Dolly got in a car accident and was Dolly's doctor. Oh, wow. And then Dolly, and this was like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and Dolly and his dad became very close friends. Can you imagine being friends with Dolly Parton? Apparently, it's not that hard because she's like the sweetest. She's so nice. Super yeah, I've nice, heard. Yeah. And so then the, the, the podcast, it's like a dream of mine to make this kind of style, of a, like a docuseries about mm. Dolly, but it's about the fan base of Dolly. Like she has lbgtq she's yeah. got maga people she's, she's got, got everyone everybody everyone oh, yeah. the sun like yeah. her she's it's like she's universal she yeah. connects to everyone it's like a coalition of people that you would ne- like insurrectionists like her i read something <laughs> weird about dolly that like in the where because she's super private like you super. see her but you don't really like know and you like never see pictures of her husband no, or the, you no. don't know if she has kids or not like who the hell knows and apparently the small town that she lives in she walks around with like with no blonde hair and no makeup on yeah. and everyone knows it's dolly but everyone like keeps the secret I'm like drawn, it's the secret i'm just drawing a wicked blank right now and it's so stupid um i'm trying to think of a person's name hannah montana real name Miley Cyrus. Oh, sorry, that's her, uh, I, just, I was just gonna say did you know that that was her goddaughter like yeah. that's isn't that wild. crazy have you ever seen like her version of uh jolie she I does did. a really yeah. good so it fits her good. voice really yeah. really well it, um, that that podcast made me a dolly fan all right i'm gonna I, listen I, to I, it it was yeah. it was amazing and like on a human level mm. i love her but then her music like we did my wife and i just did jolene at the boombox ah, uh, nice. I, Cheryl, I, I will always love you and I jolene know. the same day isn't That's that crazy on a fucking napkin isn't that nuts the only like highly produced podcast i think i listen to like most of them are just conversational is probably like malcolm gladwell's mm. podcast well, like, He's good. like it's yeah. that kind of, or like uh every once in a while like a radio lab or yeah. something like that but i do some yeah i'll do oh, well i loved um oh my god there's one i just listened to about with the cia Oh. Planted um, that song "Winds of Change" by the Scorpions. Oh, okay. It was Gamelette made it. It was really good. Oh my god! I think yeah. it's called "Winds of Change," and they don't ever get. There's no answer by the end of it, but by the yeah. end, you're like, maybe. maybe. It's like a you decide. Oh, I like oh. the McMillions. They did a like a, a podcast after show. Oh, oh, I saw the I saw the show. I didn't yeah, listen I to a that. podcast. My, oh, that was so the f- I'm obsessed with docs. The like first podcast that like got me into listening was Serial. Like oh, I yeah. feel like everyone a lot else, of people like it. Like Adnan good. Saeed. And then they had like a documentary about it. And I follow um the woman who like I'm one of those people though where it got so overblown I just never listened to it. It's really it's really good. <laughs> I thought season two was better. I didn't I only listened to season one because again with my anxiety, like if I listen to things that are like doom and gloom like it starts to like cloud so, my I brain a little bit too much true crime yeah i'm like nah, you know i'm gonna like pretend like this i think we're both senses yeah I, it's, yeah. it's are um, you a sensey nick or are you like a normal 
Uh, you ever have like average feelings? Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I, I find yeah, myself to be. I get, I get pretty. I cry at stuff a lot. Yeah. I don't have to pick up everyone's feelings in the room. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, uh, what's the the right word? So um, a healthy, a healthy, yeah, <laughs> right in between. Uh, no, like I can. But I'm trying to think of uh, what do you call it when you can like feel somebody else's empathetic. emotions? Empathetic. Yeah. So I, I listened to. I don't remember who it was, but they talked about how there's two different versions of empathy. There's uh, like an emotional empath and mm. then an intellectual empath. Where yeah. I think I can intellectually relate to almost everybody's side of an argument or how yeah. they feel about something yeah. and sometimes it's strong enough that it hits me emotionally as mm, well yeah. uh, but I'm more on that like I can reason my way through where how you're feeling than I am yeah. like I have to of, I have to immediately feel what you're feeling. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Are you, I'm going to guess super empaths. Oh yeah. It's like, terrible. Like to the point where it's almost a problem. Yeah. It's like depressing. Like yeah. I can't, I like it's, it's hard for me to like be Are in Are you situ- a therapy person? Like have I been to therapy? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean starting with when, everyone. I'm also a type one diabetic. So, and, and I was when I was like, I was diagnosed when I was eight. So like during my high school career, there was, career my high school like era you know dealing with like an autoimmune disease as a young kid and, oh, yeah. and rebelling and all this stuff so i started therapy like pretty early and it definitely yeah, i was a sick kid too no wonder why i connected to you immediately when were you, are you a sag what's that sagittarius uh, leo oh god i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 if no, everybody no. can see her face oh yeah. god oh, no. No, 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 i don't know no. what I'm any kidding. of this means i don't i only know what a sag is i don't know what anybody yeah. else is yeah. but a lot of times i meet people and they just so happen to be sagittarius and i'm like oh my god i don't even really know what that means yeah but... i'll just say you're like yeah sure whatever yeah you're, you're a sag oh, very nice yeah, sure. i love that i love sag um really quick though i need to say one quick thing about taylor swift and folklore when in the song great american dynasty when she talks about Rhode Island specifically. Mm-hmm. When I heard that song, so I happy. literally like passed out on the floor. Like, cause in my brain, I just imagine, and obviously I work for like a Rhode Island magazine. So like, this is part of it. I just imagine Taylor Swift at her Wakefield little home. She's walking down the street. She's incognito. People don't know her. She sees one of her magazines. She picks it up. And then she becomes like an advocate for Rhode Island. And like Taylor Swift <sighs> is try. the Rhode amazing. Island person. And I'm like, Willing that into the world. Well, I I do the same thing with like uh, I know he doesn't even live around here anymore, but Charlie Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he was he used to live in Rhode Island. He did. Up part of his life. Still has a house here. Oh, Michael Keaton has a house here too. But he's one of those people. There's a lot. Jay Leno too. What's um? What's his? He lives on Block Island. Uh, uh, James. Um, he's kind of a crazy person. Not James Corden. No, older guy. Uh, James Woods. Oh, he lives in Warwick. Or used to. Wait, is that the guy? He has a house on Block Island. Before I know, I'll be. I have one. Think I actually had to add to your Taylor thing. Have you? I don't know if you've ever heard this. So like, so I work in the mental health field. So yeah. I'm you know pretty well connected. But I've had a bunch of people I've known who've worked at uh, Hasbro. Yeah. So like, there's a period like yearly that Taylor Swift would go there unannounced with the unannounced. No one's no, oh, no papers. My and God. And like do stuff for the kids. <gasps> yeah, I've heard like, that. I had, like a sec- and like at first I'm like oh whatever, but it was someone like a security guard. I could show me pictures of it. Like yeah. someone who used to work. Yeah. But it's completely private. No one's allowed to know about it. The yeah. staff, Only the staff. Everyone has to sign something. She does pictures. She does everything. All she seems kids. like a really, like, even she, there was a time, and I'm sure she still does a version of it. She used to go onto Twitter when a new al- album got released, and she would, like, find people who were fans and invite them to her home yeah. to listen to the music. She would pay for, like, their student loan debt, like, give them, yeah. like, $5,000 for whatever. I'm like, yeah. you're a good-ass Did you see when she had Chris Carabo from Dashboard at her party doing uh, Hands Down together? No. Like, in, in Rhode Island. No! It was one of her parties. I yeah, freaking Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively were in Rhode Island celebrating the 4th of July with Taylor yeah. Swift. Why was I invited? Apparently, they used to come up here. I've heard some stories. Like they spent time up here, but you, you just you don't ever see. When you meet famous people, they don't ever look that way. Maybe no. Taylor Swift will pick I up the magazine. Ryan Reynolds, so. 
then I'm going to be on the cover of, she's going to look through it, and in the thing, it'll She'll say, like, so Sasha Sasha Roberts, also host of Hey Rudy Podcast. She's going to be like, oh, I want to be on a Rhode Island-based <laughs> podcast, and she's going to call me. Well, one of the funny things, too, so I, I, like, I send some stuff out into the ether, too, like YouTubers that I follow and stuff to be like, try to get them to come to Rhode Island to do, like, the, if they're travel YouTubers, like, do a video here, yada, yada. And one of them, uh, the husband loves Taylor Swift, so when I sent the email, I was like, plus, Taylor Swift has a house in Westerly. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. you'll run into her. <laughs> I love guys. That's my favorite part of I, like that stuff. I, oh, love yeah. it. I just want all the celebrities to to come here, but I don't want to talk to any of them because I'm gonna turn beat red and just like melt. Wait till you get to interview them. You're like, oh. honestly, that's how I've been with. I think every single interview we've had here, I'm like, when who did we interview? Oh, like Yarrow, um, because he's the first person that I had like no like Asher. I had talked with before Laura. Obviously, I talked with Kayla Mandeville. I had talked with Patty J. I knew Yarrow was the oh, first. I love Patty J. Oh, she's, she's so nice. wonderful. Um, but Yarrow was the first person that I had like no background with. Yeah. So I remember before he came, in, I was like, Nick, I'm so like intimidated like because he's like a local celebrity my, pers- my personality is i i just go why i know <laughs> that's why it works that's yeah. why it works because i'm like Dee! and nick's like hey hey what's up and i love everybody that we've had uh, i just don't like you're just not a fan girl. yeah i don't do that like i am a huge fan of people but like i don't get like that i think the only really famous person i've ever actually met um that I can remember is Stephen King, but that oh, was when I was cool. like, Damn. I was like fifteen in an airport, and I just so happened to have one of his books with me, and oh I saw him. You and I just, just like, so happened to have that was cosmic. Yeah, that's well, pretty cool. At the time, I was almost exclusively reading Stephen King books, <laughs> yeah. so that <laughs> wasn't a surprise. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that was true. But yeah, I just went up and said hi, and he said hi, and you know, went our separate ways. But it was, was so it. cute. It was adorable. This, this has been so much fun. Before I kind of wrap it up, because I was yeah. like, oh yeah, we got to do another one. Yeah, yeah. we're so yeah. everyone. We're filming another. Or filming. Oh, filming. We're recording we're another podcast. Yeah. This yeah. Is, so is there fun. anything like we missed that you wanted to get out on the on this feed that you don't get to talk about on your uh, on your podcast? No, usually? I was so happy I that I got to so. swear a bunch because I try not to swear as much oh, on our podcast. I'm so happy that we got Taylor Swift and Scott in there. I know. Oh, yeah. I, in the Scott community, there's always a push for her to do a Scott album. Oh my god, that would be so, so cool. That'd be it's, cool. Like, it's a huge joke. But yeah. Um, Maybe it'll happen. Before Taylor. we wrap it up, I do have to say, what's yeah. ah, man, is Champagne Problems or Exile? What, what do you? What's your Exile. Favorite? I love Bon Iver. I love them both so much. But something about Champagne Problems, I, I think it's my favorite. Song. I love Champagne Problems. I also love. I um, do love Exile. My so Tears Ricochet. Oh, I can't. Why? And then I, I can't. I, I've been doing. Like, oh, and then I so I missed the Red album. So when she did the Taylor's release, oh, it's so good. Now I've been listening. Ten to minute all too, well. all too well. Oh shit! Yo, what Don't the hell, Jake Jalen? How I got her on her birthday? Fuck Jake Jalen. You know what's funny too? The only like, so I like Taylor Swift, but I don't have a lot of her music like in my my repertoire. <laughs> the only one I do, which is like probably not a very popular one, is that song, "The One." I don't even know that. Oh, that's great. It's a great. So it's yeah. very, very, it's very. It's the one mellow. where she's like. Um, I'm on some new shit. I'm saying yes and saying no. Oh, I love no. that song. Yeah, that's, that's from like the folklore. only one that's like it's in really my good. rotation. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good song. I and go, she has that song with Chris, you like Chris Stapleton, me. right? Yeah. She love has a really good song with Chris Stapleton, which at first I skipped because I'm not like into like the country vibe. And then I saw the music but he's video. Like bluesy kind It's very good. Well, I'm such a fan of Kicks any artist that cross genre. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's like the sex I sex success I would love to like have one day. Hell so, yeah. Was that the was it the Grammy Stapleton and Justin Timberlake they had that song? Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. Like, I'm such a fan of people like who like I, I start here, but I can tr- 
like I started in podcasts, I want to transcend into something else. Hell like, yeah. When actors become movie stars. Yes. Like yeah, when yeah, podcasters yeah. become cover stars. Yeah. Chris, it's you. <laughs> we should all get, we just make our own mock cover. Oh, We're that's a good designer. idea. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll just go to the stores and cover them. Like, Don't you work here? <laughs> like podcast the, uh, monthly. Like the sleeve you put on a hardcover yeah, book yeah. or something. I know. I love that. Podcast yeah, monthly. Is Elise your boss? Or, yeah. Well, not, or, well. I don't know. Elise is... No, Elise is the... Elise would be the head of the editorial department. Okay. Uh, Sasha's pretty much her own department. I'm my oh, own so boss. boss? Yeah. Girl, well, she's the I'm, HBIC. I'm Sasha's boss. And then you're boss. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm Nick's boss. And then he's yeah. your boss. And no, I'm no, it's boss. just I'm just his boss. Oh, that's, that's it. <laughs> no, Sasha, totally kidding. Sasha is everybody's <laughs> yeah, boss. Nick is my boss. <laughs> I mean, we did it. We did a podcast during the pandemic. We were trying to think, like, did you ever meet in real life? Like, we couldn't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, she was talking about that because she used to be, like, a punk D, uh, DJ. Yeah, which no one knew. It's yeah. so and that's actually why we ended up connected. I mean, I always liked what she did. But I liked that people out and be like yeah, yeah we already know that let's let's find that left turn find something yeah. different like, let's find the thing you don't ever get to talk about yeah like, I, that's my favorite thing in podcasts like mm-hmm. my uh before i uh, wrap it up i remember years ago listening to it was called nerdist podcast it's changed the name since yep id 10 isn't it yeah yeah and slash from guns and roses came on mm-hmm. And all he talked about was his love and obsession of paleontology. Oh my god! Yeah, and he used all his money and touring time with Guns and Roses to go talk to world leading anthro uh, like paleontologists. That's so and weird. Talk, and you're like, dude, what you, the hell? You're in Guns and Roses, and like, <laughs> but I was so fascinated. That's the guy that wears like, the hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You would never yeah, think this big 1980s rock star. Yeah. He's like, yeah, people have your one image, and he's yeah. like, I was at the museum. I mean, I'm sure he did coke and party of and course. all that shit, but like. He didn't deny that, but he's like, there's more times that he would be on tour at like the Museum of Natural History with Neil deGrasse Tyson That's or so something. Cool. Yeah, or, uh, what's um, I think it's Tool. Uh, oh, Manor. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, a winery. Manor, he's a winery. Like that's he's, so yeah. like that's kind of left like field from that. I like that now because I, I, I don't, now I can, I'm start. you know, I'm writing my own narrative. So I yeah. can, as I'm building my personal brand. Yes, but, honey. Like, going from like left field of go like behavior health to this because yeah. I do them simultaneously. I'm like. All right, that's my two opposite. Hell sides. yeah, like, I love I've that. Key to any good podcast, you take two opposite things and mix them together. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I and I want to say really quick, thank you, Chris, for having us on. This is well, Nick and I did do a podcast like a few months ago, but it was before Hey Roadie podcast had even come out. So this is our first. <gasps> yeah, we did like yeah. a like an like a meet your hosts kind of one. Oh yeah, this is your first one. Oh, this is uh, your first time on a show. Yeah. So this has been this really one cool. Of the rare times I pitched myself. I yeah. Was like, I think I messaged for Elise. Yeah. I was like, Elise, like, is that weird? Like, no, we I love like, it. I was Absolutely. like, I just, I was like, I need to be a part. Yeah, of Yeah. The this. weird thing for us has just been, and I know we're we're gonna wrap this up, but we're gonna just gonna keep talking. I guess. <laughs> um, That's usually how it works. The here. weird thing for us uh, too is so we also have the the magazines and stuff that we're doing uh, and Sasha runs all of our digital presence and then I have like the company to run and then I, I'm also the head of the creative director and I do all of the photography so he um, doesn't do enough and yeah, so then it's like a lot of the time when somebody reaches out it's we're like it's the answer is like yeah we want to have you on the podcast the the question is when when, when can we fit you in? <laughs> And then we when usually we have like uh, we try to bank some episodes yeah. too because so, of this the, yeah. the situation there will be two or three weeks out of the month where we can't even get a recording in. Oh yeah. So I mean it's been weird, but no, this is. I'm great. so happy to see that what you've been doing, honestly, for like the larger podcast scene within our state, yeah, which is really growing and yeah. and highlighting all these people like because I read about all those people. I read all the I obsessively read the monthly and, yep. and hey Rudy, all that stuff. So it was actually really cool to be like see the name like not a good look. yeah it's the same thing i get from like listening to an actor i've seen forever yeah oh they're on this podcast i guess i listen like i love kevin pollack now but yeah I, one of those people never knew his name saw him and everything and then one day I'm like you have a podcast i'll check it out i'm like 
all right, now I feel like I know you. Yeah. Except now the difference is I can bump into these people in the real world. And yeah, it's cool. Like you get to talk about it and say yeah. like, hey, like I heard about you on every podcast. Oh, so, seamless you. plug. Oh, where can people find you online? That's that's the last plug. Oh, well, we have an Instagram um, that I run <laughs> called Hey Roadie Podcast. Um, it's that's kind of like where we focus is on Instagram and on that. Um, we do share it on our like other platforms like Providence Monthly, which is PVD Monthly on IG. Hey Roadie, Hey Roadie on IG. Um, we'll like cross promote. I yeah. promote it the, myself. Um, my Instagram is Sasha Roberts underscore Nick's is uh, mine's Nick David Dell. So uh, we promote like ourselves on there, but and Instagram's um, probably the only place that I actually do anything on social media. Yes. I wouldn't even have a Facebook if it wasn't for like business related Same. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe a random birthday here or there. <laughs> um, and on my Instagram, I don't keep up with nearly as much as I should, but you know, I'll post some of my photography work on there and stuff here and there. So oh, excellent. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh yeah. Thank no, you. This, this awesome. is great. Yay. Yeah. Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening.